0: Get a, I gotta give the Lord a list of things to do. Just keep me free. I wanna keep Him busy in my life. I gotta give the Lord a list of things to do in my life. I gotta give Him a list of my needs. I trust Him with the instructions and how to do them. I got to present the needs. See, I have a God that I want to be functional in my life. I have a God that I want to be by my side, that I might walk by his side in this life. I want the kind of relationship to my God that, that, that I can use I want the kind of relationship to the Lord Jesus Christ where there is a fellowship. There's a friendship. And see, I don't know if you've noticed or not, but this is the new kind of preaching. This is a new kind of preaching. This is the new sermon. How much does he mean to you? This is a new evangelist. How much does he mean to you? This is the new message. How much does he mean to you? See, I knew there was a God. I believed in Jesus Christ. But it meant nothing to my life. I believe that Jesus Christ died for the sins of the world. I believe that. Believed it from the first time I heard it. I believed it. Didn't doubt it. But it didn't mean anything to my life. See, I was one of those individuals that that, that received the word with joy. Believed that it was true. Because I had the passions of this life, I had the desires of this world, I had the deceitfulness, deceitfulness of riches on my mind. It choked out that seed. Choked out the belief that he died for me. Choked it out for years, decades. And then because God does not leave his seed alone in the earth. Every time someone has heard about the Lord Jesus Christ, that's a seed that the Holy Spirit comes and checks on. Checks on its progress. Checks to see if it's taken root. Does it need to be pulled up? Can anything be harvested? Can we give it another chance? See, every time a person hears the word of God, it's almost better that you never heard it. Anytime a person believes and hears that Jesus Christ died for their sins, it's almost better that you never heard it before. Because we'll be judged on the fact that we heard it. and We never acted upon it. Never counted it worthy to be put into our our, our cubicle. Our list of things to do, never thought to investigate, that simple thought, choked up, see choked out, pursuit of a lover, pursuit of a man, pursuit of a woman can choke it out. You want to talk about Christ and they want to talk about where we're going to eat. When we're we going to sleep together again. You needed something more back then, but you couldn't act upon it because things was choking it out of your life. But God didn't forget. God didn't forget everyone that the word has landed upon whom's ear have heard the message of Salvation. And understand it purely in their heart. That Jesus Christ died for their sins. And for the sins of the world. The Holy Spirit is coming to check on that seed. Some, some, some believers are among tribulations and, and persecutions. They believe that Jesus Christ died for the world, died for their sins, but for some reason they can't get it out. They can't. They can't butt it up against the religious culture that they're in. They can't find a place for it beside what they believe. They can't find a place for it beside their statue. They can't find a place for it beside their mini pilgrimage. They can't find a place for it. It doesn't make sense. I can understand the work of all these other cultures and their religious pursuit. I can understand the pilgrimage. I can understand the statues. I can understand these things because they are a physical attempt to manifest spiritual things in a physical world. I'm involved in a relationship with the son of the most high God. What is he like? What's his personality like? can I clean up the process? How can I clean up the yard around the temple to make him more comfortable? Because I'm in pursuit of him. He has a function in my life. But his function in my life is the focus of my life, is how he functions in it. That's my focus in my life. No matter what my job is, no matter what I do in life, my focus in my life is his functioning in it. And comfort. As much comfort as I can supply to his spirit. And what do you mean comfort? It means getting rid of the things that are in your heart that are not like him so that his spirit can reside more comfortably in your surroundings. And the things that you think about and where your body goes, not grieving the Holy Spirit. You want him to be comfortable. in your life. That's the key. do you make him comfortable allow the thoughts of his son do you become your thoughts how by listening to his thoughts by repeating God's own thoughts to himself repeating the words of the son back to the father and the Holy Spirit applauds And is in agreement and rejoices. The cycle is complete. Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit are in fellowship with one another inside of your vessel, making him comfortable. Replacing the world's thoughts in your mind with his thoughts. By thought saturation. See what happens. Play those Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes in your house continuously. So much that it comes pouring out of your ears when you're not even listening to it. It will change your life. It'll change your actions. It'll change your attitude. It'll change your heart. You'll start confessing and pulling things out of the closet that you haven't talked about in years and presenting them to God as a sacrifice. Take this, Lord. I don't want it. I'm giving it to you, Lord. Give me something in its place. There was a dark place inside of me. I give you that darkness and give me your light and put it in that same place because I can't walk away empty. I need something in its place. So you got to get something in its place. And that's been the key. See, we've been asking God to remove things in our lives, and things have been removed in our lives, But we don't put something in its place. And not just a scripture, not just two or three scriptures that you repeat. That's fine. But you have to get the heart of the scriptures in its place through saturation saturate your mind with the word of God saturation your peace of mind exists in saturation in the word of God he says I will keep them in perfect peace that keep their mind on me I will keep them in perfect peace that keep those that keep their mind set on me what Jesus says. And you can set your mind on Christ in the Psalms, in Proverbs, in Ecclesiastes, the Book of Job. These are the wisdom books. Will set your mind on Christ. And He will keep you in perfect peace. Now He's working for you. Do you know that God works? That Jesus Christ works. The Holy Spirit works. He's a worker. I want him to work for me. I want him to work on my behalf. I want him to plead my cause before a righteous God. I want him to take up my case and advocate for me. I want him to advocate for you. I want him to say, Lord, let's dig around a little bit. Let's fertilize this bush. I know it hasn't been producing anything, but let's fertilize it. This, well, that was me. He, fer- he fertilized around and pulled out the weeds. See, there was a spark of seed down inside of me. I wasn't born over in communist China where I couldn't worship God because I'd be executed by the government. I was born right here in the United States. I have the freedom to do so. But my passions kept me from it. Choked it out. Because he's a good gardener, the Holy Spirit came and started tilling the soil, started pulling up the weeds of abandonment, started pulling out the weeds of neglect, started pulling out the the thorns that was choking out the word. He started watering, started irrigating the soil, putting a little bit of his pain in there, putting a little bit of his mercy in there, putting a little bit of his discipline in there. You know, the Lord begins to discipline you, discipline you. He begins to correct you and discipline. That's him digging around your bush, your your, your plant, your tree. Digging around it, aerating it, correcting you, getting everything, all the things that are not like the Lord Jesus Christ. Getting it out of the soil and re-nourishing the soil with his word, with his peace, with his power. He's working on you, man and woman of God. You think you're just going through things for no reason? The Holy Spirit is working on your life. The more you begin to yield to him based upon what you're going through, not absent from it, everything you go through, pour it onto him. That's it coming. That's it's coming out of your soil. That's it's coming out and being exposed to the light of God. That's it's being pulled out. It's being pulled up out of the soil. So that something good can grow in its place. That hard heartedness that you got because of the way you was raised. That hard heartedness is in your heart. God want to deal with that. That has to be pulled out. Can't chip around it. That's what the Holy Spirit does. And The, less, the least amount of resistance we give to the Holy Spirit. The easier his work is. Cause see, you can't shorten the time that the Holy Spirit spends on you, but you can make it longer. You can make it more of a struggle. You can make it not pleasant for the Holy Spirit to keep dealing with our foolishness. Born again believer, I'm not talking to the world. I'm not talking to some guy that don't believe that you're trying to convince. I'm tired of convincing people that Jesus is real. I ain't got I spend so much trying to convince people I can't live for them completely Tied up in thoughts the enemy spirit will tie you up in any little thing it can I got to serve him with this mind I got to serve him with this heart I got to serve him with my strength, he says, heart, mind, soul, and strength. See, I got to serve him with my culture. I can't let this culture run over the culture that's in my spirit. See, I want to know the culture that's in my spirit. See, I want to know that culture. What kind of songs do they sing in that culture? What's the dancing like in that culture? What's the laws and the edict and the statues like in that culture that's inside of me? And some We talked about the ones where the seed is on tribulation. Persecution, And Lord, separate the boulders, break up the boulders, Lord, that they might be an outcry, break up the boulders in the land where there's persecution, break up the boulders in the houses where there's persecution because of the word of God, Lord, that some might bring forth fruit, that you might get a little deeper soil and they might be scorched by the sun, that they might grow up and be protected. some of us, no matter what you say to, the word can't even get down in their heart long enough to even take, to even taste the soil. Before it even hits the ground or as it hits the ground, the ravens devour it. There is no God. They devour the word of God. There is no Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is not the son of God. Jesus Christ is just another. That's a devouring word. That's a devouring bird of prey. You can preach to your blue in the face They'll still reject Jesus. They'll still curse God, even in hell. See, I, I had to, the Lord gave me a different picture about hell, see. I had this idea of that there was a bunch of people in hell being sorry for their sins, being far, sorry for rejecting God, being sorry, the Lord said, that's not so. They cursed me on earth, they are cursing me in hell. They reject me on earth, they're rejecting me in hell never there is no repentance in hell there is no I'm sorry there's only how could you do this to me God how could you let me come here God how you're unjust God that's all there is there then there's a patch of soil that's been prepared by the Lord that receives the word with gladness, pulls it into their heart, let it bloom in their heart, let it get down into their spirit, and then from their spirit, they are born again. Yes, they go through their tribulations, and yes, they go through their persecutions, and yes, they go through their struggles, but that word can never be pulled out of their heart, never be pulled out of their spirit. They've accepted enough that it got down into their spirit, enough to where a temple is born temple is raised and the Holy Spirit comes and sits down. So I want to sit down in my temple. I want my Holy Spirit to sit down in my temple. And I want him to tell me what's going on. Recite it to my soul. Tell my body to be quiet and sit down. I want my spirit to speak of what it hears what it sees what is he like what is he like what's the holy spirit like tell me about some of the things he says tell me some of the great things that he do and i start going to the word of god and i say oh that's beautiful oh that's wonderful oh that's magnificent and i allow the holy spirit to feed on his own word we feed together We sit down at the table and we dine over the word of God, me, the Holy Spirit, and the Father. As the Son serves the meal with the wisdom of God.